This is On the Nose with Joey Erringman. Son, there's no wrong way to consume alcohol. All right, we are back with part two in a tour of Scotland where we're going over the six regions of Scotch whiskey. Back with me once again to drink more whiskey is Jim Palumbo. Where did he come from? Where did he go? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I'm glad you did your own intro for that. Well, you didn't do it, so. <laughs> and uh, something, something about a lawyer, Stephen Hercheck. He's what a lawyer. You're, what you're looking for there, Joey, is Stephen four drinks in Hercheck Esquire. There it is. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back, gentlemen. Banter, banter. <laughs> uh, what it says no, in no, my I'm script. the next slide. Uh, yeah, so last week we covered the Highlands, Lowlands, and Speyside regions. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, go listen to that right now as it has a little more info to the part two series. That says intro, not info. Steven. <laughs> it makes sense if you read it right. <clears throat> You're going to edit that, right? Yes! No. I agree, Jamothy. Go listen to it if you haven't already, but this week we're going to be covering the regions of Isla, spelled I slay and pronounced <laughs> Yila. <laughs> what is happening on this? I it's pronounced love. Isla, but uh, the islands and so the three regions, Isla, the islands, and Campbelltown. Campbelltown. I, I had to decide if I was just going to say Camp Belltown right away. Ever again. <laughs> I don't know why you gave us a script. That's not where we thrive. I tried. I script tried. suck. Wait, wait, Joey. It's your line now. Oh, say yeah, Joey, it. you're next. All right. You're pumped about these regions. <laughs> this is not going how I planned, but guys, I'm pumped about these regions. <laughs> they bring us some of the more unique Scotch whiskey. But let's get into it because I'm tired of this scripted stuff. Because you guys are terrible at it. <laughs> I thought it went very well. I we nailed it. That was so good. So wait, you're going to give us more alcohol now? Yes, we're going to do more alcohol with less script oh, for you guys. That's that's where we thrive. That's, that's both yeah. wise and unwise. I, th- I figured I'd give it a shot. Didn't go well, but it was fun while I it thought lasted. it went great. I know you did. That's why I you're prefer th- not to think fun. before speaking. Yeah. All right. That's how I live my life. First region, gentlemen, we are at the Isla region, and it's spelled I-S-L-Y-L-A-Y. I slay. But it's pronounced Isla. Actually, that was really confusing for us for a very long time. It was, yeah. Yeah, it took us a while. weird pronunciation. Figure that out. Stop mispronouncing it. There was probably a good four-month period where we thought Isla and Isla were two different regions of Scotland. Oh, you said we. Oh, nice bottle pop. I'd like to think it wasn't just me. All right, so some facts about the region. <laughs> so it's called Home to Peated Beasts by Flavier.com. Oh, okay. I'm like, who's calling it that? <laughs> <laughs> Home to Peated Beasts? Yeah. Man, I want to put that on my front door. So I would look at it as part of being, as <laughs> being part of the islands, but it's classified as its own region, even though it is an island. It lies on the southwest part of Scotland, northeast of Campbelltown. That was very well done, by the way. He just put a glass in my hand. Mm-hmm. It's an island where Scotch Whiskey Association claims majority of its population are involved in whiskey production. What? Yeah. Isn't that so fun? Like, it's kind of like how we have college towns here in the States. Yep. But over there, they have whiskey towns where exactly. everyone's just 
all involved in making the whiskey. Yep. So yeah, it's kind of like an industry town. Like yeah, here in Ohio, exactly. we have uh, Akron. The whole town was built on the rubber industry, yep. and they have entire town on whiskey. Oh, that's, that's so cool. Isn't that fun? Oh, Man. It's so much better than rubber. <laughs> <laughs> so if we haven't made it clear, it's known for its heavy, fiery, peated smokiness. This is actually the smallest whiskey region in terms of area. Any guesses on the number of distilleries? No, I'm done doing that. All right. It's got nine <laughs> distilleries, the most popular ones being Ardbeg, which we're going to drink today, Lagavulin, which Nick Offerman is a fan of, mm. and Lafroig. What are the other seven? I don't know. Okay. God. All right. So this, I believe it's this distillery has some has an interesting history. So I went to the website for some research, as I did with all of these. Some what? Research. research. I okay. tried. I'm sorry. So for over 200 years, Ardbeg has been made on the... Made on the small... Oh, yeah. All right. I, I wrote that right. Take yeah, your time. Just, just read it. Ardbeg has been made on the small, remote Scottish Isle of Isla. Some people travel to Ardbeg along the winding road of from Port Ellen. And this is from their website, okay? Others follow their nose, their destiny, or the advice of a good friend. I love right that Right as you said that, that they follow their nose, I caught a whiff of this very small pour that I have probably a foot and a half away from my face. Yes. And I can smell it from here. It's so yeah. strong. It's very strong. We There's haven't even started happens. trying to smell it yet. It's like walking through the roads. Like when we were walking around Ireland and we could smell like yeah. heat smoke oh. fires in the air. Yeah. Just walking around. So the distillery was founded in 1815 by John McDougall. They hit 1.1 <laughs> million liters of production in 1887. Do they even know how to count that high? Dude, in I don't know. That blew my mind. <laughs> Did they discover those numbers yet? So the name Ardbeg and the A in the Ardbeg was officially trademarked in 1911. Whoa, oh, yeah. I've yeah. Never looked at it before, but I know, right? A. Yeah. So now get this. Super Gaelic y. Ardbeg production in 1981 dwindled to nothing. They just stopped producing whiskey, and I could not Is that find out why. Prohibition? And. No, not, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I was almost going to ask that question. I realized it was dumb, and then you said it. <laughs> I could not figure out why they just stopped production. But a few few years later, it was bought to do some small-scale production for blenders wanting to use it in their whiskey since it's such a heavily peated one. What would you say, Jim? You said potato famine, as if there's potatoes uh, in this whiskey. <laughs> no, the potato famine was a thing, but that was Ireland, wasn't it? Was that Scotland? That was the joke. Yeah, okay. it wouldn't why I didn't say it in the right. microphone because it was Scotland. bad. Sorry. <laughs> Finally, in 1997, Glenn Morangy buys Ardbeg after their second closing to begin producing once again in 1997. In 1999, only two years later, it reached 600,000 liters per year. That's 400 less, 400,000 less than they were producing 100 years ago. That's crazy. Yeah. They're making is. I have so many questions about that that I'm sure you don't have the answers to. But uh-huh. like that just leads me to believe that there's got to be a ton of really old stuff and then nothing in between and then new yes. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think if I would have dove down more rabbit holes on Ardbeg, I think that's what I would have come to just from kind of scratching the surface on there's it. There's got to be so many really cool, crazy yeah. old I would bottles love to out visit there. Ardbeg yeah. because I'm sure they could just tell stories all, all day long. So where... Like, if you're looking at the country of Scotland, where is, like, the Ardbeg distillery? Or, like, where is this region, like, geographically? 
Um, I think I mentioned it before, did I not? It lies on the southwest part of Scotland, just northeast of Campbelltown. So so Isla is actually an island, but it's not classified with the islands. It's just a larger island. Which is part of the highlands. Yeah, keep up. I hate Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) But if we go to Scotland, when we go to Scotland. Yes. You probably shouldn't mention your hatred of their country while we're there. One, and we're definitely going to Ardbeg because I feel like they have a fun history. So by 2000, the Scotch whiskey was has fully rebounded and has been growing since, releasing different specialty whiskey, along with the tried and true Ardbeg 10, which we're drinking today. All right. Okay. I'm sold. Yeah. So real quick, Ardbeg 10, aged 10 years, 92 proof, 46% alcohol by volume. This is a heavily peated whiskey, meaning they burn peat moss to stop the malting process of the barley. Steven, do you remember the other types of ways they peated whiskey? Yeah, there are three ways that um, peat flavor can enter a whiskey. It can come from either using peat to peat fires to malt the barley. They can use uh, peat bricks to char the insides of barrels or give it a second char, which they often do after they come from the States. Or they can get... um, even more finer trace peat flavors from using barrels that had peated whiskey in them. Oh, interesting. Yep. I forgot about that. I forgot that third one, and I knew you'd remember it, because you had a conversation with a guy in Ireland about all the different ways they could peat whiskey, right? Yes, because it's very interesting to me. They don't put peat into whiskey. Right. It enters through various other means. Isn't the third one kind of just the same thing as the second one? No. So here's the difference. Um. If they, I mean, it enters from the same place, but imagine um, they use, so here in the States, we've seen them use those blow torches in videos to char the inside of a barrel. So that's probably yeah. propane or something. Yeah. Imagine they use an actual peat fire that we smell as we're walking by houses. Yeah. That is where the peat enters the wood. Which is the second one that you talked about. That's the second one. Where the they... third one, they actually take a barrel that has no peat in it at all. Yeah. It's charred from some other means, probably charred in the States. Yeah. And then they age peated whiskey in it. So the peat enters the wood for sure, but it's not entered via the char. It's entered via whiskey. So the peated whiskey flavors the barrel. And then when they empty that barrel, they can put other unpeated whiskey in there to age and it yeah. will pick up peat from the previous whiskey. So yeah. that's why you said it's a finer peat. It's not. Yeah. It's usually not as strong. So I guess I, I guess I worded it poorly, but the third method is kind of like using one or two of the other methods to get peat. Yeah, you could like, use you could use all three. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, Potentially. Uh, it's revered as the peatiest, smokiest, most complex single malt of them all, and we are about to see why. And remember when I was saying that. The distillery, I go to the distillery website to figure out what they're talking about with the nose, the palate, and the finish. Turn that away from Jim so he doesn't keep reading this. Because <laughs> Jim's, <laughs> Jim's a cheater. Jim's a cheater. But, yeah, the, this is a very complex whiskey, so let's jump into it. What are we getting on the nose? Is it complex we don't have because to there's jump a in. lot or complex because there's, like, notes in there that we've just never heard of? Yes. Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Jim works in security. <laughs> Copy up. that, good buddy. <laughs> that's a ten. That's a Texas size ten four. There, good buddy. All right. Yeah, I don't need to put my nose in this glass. I can smell it from across the room. I believe yeah. the whole room is filled with peat. Yeah, I believe them when they say peat. 
Yeah, I'm going into this one slowly, starting it a couple inches away. Oh my god, there's so much going on in this one. I'm getting peat. Yes. Yeah, like it's it's still peaty. just peat. I don't know how it, long yeah. it's going to take me to get more. Maybe I get oak. A, I get a hint of peat. You do not. Yeah. <laughs> I get... I get a lot of peat. You get a nose full of moss. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know when you want me to start the paragraph of what you're supposed to get on the nose. No, tell me what you smell. Don't don't cheat. Yeah, you're you're, gonna, che- uh, you're cheating cheated. worse than me. All right. Yeah. You have. Well, a I mean, it's your game, you. but still, you're yeah, cheating at game. it. <laughs> it's my podcast. I'm not getting any fruitiness, which is usually the first thing I love about the the nose if I can find it. Still only getting peat, kind of yeah. maybe. A lighter cooling kind of note. A lot of these have a cooling kind of note hey, to them. Okay, wait. Build on that. We've we've tr- you've mentioned that before. What what smell have you mentioned that on? Like a menthol type. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna That's say that. one of them. I, yeah. It's subtle if there yeah. is. A, I don't know that I get. Um, I guess I menthol thought that was specifically, pee, but, but that doesn't make any sense because it's the opposite. Right. But yeah. Right. I do get that. Okay. So we got menthol. Don't jump in yet because I feel like we're we're doing no, okay yeah, if we keep at it. it. Yep. Unless like, you have things that you smell specifically that you're not going to take directly from the notes. I feel no, like I'm getting yet. a little bit of like light fruit. Like maybe it's because you said fruit, but I'm getting like, I don't want to say apple because that's so safe, but I'll, I'll go with like melon. Honestly, I'm having trouble getting say, anything but smoke from this, but. I could yeah. say green apple. Yeah. I mean, you can always say green apple. Mm-hmm. I'll say green apple too, but maybe like melons or something too. You know, that might be the softness that I'm kind of getting from it. Man, I could smell a whiskey all day. You should probably yeah. jump into the notes unless somebody right, wants yeah. to, we're, has we're, a really killer line. Yeah, I love so, smelling whiskey. Here we whiskey. go. Strap in. Oh, <laughs> click. <laughs> yeah. So smoky fruit, zesty lemon, lime. This is quoted. Nope. Wrapped in waxy dark chocolate. So is that sarcasm or <laughs> why why do people put quotes on things? Oh no, I well, put quotes Joey's on script. it. So I I kind of abridged all of the like it's this oh, whole long okay. paragraph. I just abridged the taste. But if there's something really out there, then I'll well, quote it. I, I apologize for putting in such a strong. Statement. No, you're you, fine. Actually, you know what? You use quotes for emphasis, and I don't care for that. Okay. Italicize it like an American. Well, I'm gonna quote it for emphasis. <laughs> emphasis. Emphasis. <laughs> Wrapped in waxy dark chocolate. Menthol, black pepper, sweet smoke, terry ropes. Sweet smoke. Oh, that's sorry. a good way of wording it. I think. Okay. Everything else they've said, I got nothing. All right. But sweet get, smoke sounds. Did good. anybody get terry ropes? Oh, I got a little bit of like. It I, might be terry ropes. Is that yeah. like? T a r r y. No. Climbing a rope. No. Okay. I don't think so. Then, what does that mean? Well, oh, wait, terry on. cloth is a thing, Let's right? move on. That you might, like you might, you might get this is one. A little terry. Graphite. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Okay, sure. Chew some pencils. Yeah. That's what this smells oh. like. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sharpening a pencil right now. That's if what. you add water, it brings cool, briny sea spray. To Wax. the nose? <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Add water before you smell it? <laughs> yes. Add water, and it brings cool, briny sea spray. Or while you smell it. Hang on. I don't care for that. Waxed yeah. lemon and lime. They're wrong. With... <laughs> With coal, tar soap, beeswax, and herby pine woodlands. I am sick of this. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> there's not no, more. No, 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 there's no. more. There is more. Hang on. This is, what, this is what you guys usually get. Uh, Toasted vanilla, cinnamon, hazelnut, and almond toffee. See, those Shut sound up. like normal tasting. <laughs> Shut up. 
God. Just shut up. I swear it's straight I, from the website. I don't care. Shut up. Are there up. any flavors? Le- that's every flavor. You listed every flavor yeah. there is. We're all over <laughs> Probably. the place. And no dance moves. Yeah. So I don't no care. Dance moves. Yeah. Fair yeah, enough. So you're wrong. Like, that's just not yeah. true. <laughs> I got, I got a little bit of the beeswax. The that isn't true. You didn't do-si-do across <laughs> my taste buds. So I don't see how you could be, like, how I could believe anything that you say. All right. Let's, guys, let's jump into the finish. Or, I'm sorry, we, we haven't even jumped the palate. Sorry. To the no. Straight to the finish. <laughs> <laughs> all right, jump Pour into the palate. The back Put your, your hand throat. over your tongue and swig away. Slauncha. <laughs> uh, Slauncha. Uh, I'm going to warn you, this palate is complex as well. On your script? Or <clears> like, <throat> in, like, really? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Oh, my. Yeah, it's like the bottle has a beard. That's that is baby. a scotch drinker's scotch. Yeah, yeah. You don't give that to your kid, brother. And be like, this is what alcohol is. Yeah. Happy <laughs> Happy twenty first birthday. <laughs> oh, it turns out I don't like alcohol. <laughs> now that is complex. Yeah. It is a lot, and its finish settles in with more flavors. As I'm talking, I'm getting vanilla, mm-hmm. and I started at the end here, but it's really good. So and it's very intense. I haven't looked at the toasting notes because I, toasting. Have you I'm been getting toasting notes? I'm getting toasted notes on it. That's why I said that. I think you're getting I toasted from all the toasting whiskey. notes what, later. Yeah. What did I, what did we say was toasted on one of the previous scotches that we did in the last episode? Oak. You well, said I know toasted, toasted oak, but you, what whiskey was that? Do you remember? Oh, was that the Moray? The uh, yeah, Blood Moray. Blood Moray. I'm getting a similar toasted oakiness to it. Okay. But it's a lot more intense. Yes. I think on this one. I think yes. so, too. Actually, and I'm yeah, hoping it's in the... If you to tell someone what toasted oak tasted like, you would give them this. Yeah. yeah. I'm this hoping... tastes like I'm biting into like, a toasted that piece the... of wood. <laughs> I'm hoping it says that in the script, Don't too. act like you haven't... You wrote the script. I what did write it, about? but I don't remember it. I We agreed not to argue. So, second taste, it doesn't hit you as hard. Probably because okay. most of the flavor is still there. I'm jumping to the finish, but there's a lot of flavor in my mouth, and it may never go away. I'm a little concerned because I see Jura is up next in the lineup, and yeah. Jura is a much subtler, softer whiskey. We're going to need some palate cleanser in between, I think. Yeah, we can yeah. take a break. We have not we had probably any will. water. I don't want to break. I want to talk while drinking water. Yeah, ah, fair. <laughs> well, we need to go get some water. Any other note or tasting notes that kind of float in? It's Tango pretty creamy. In your mouth. Pot still creaminess. Okay. Not a lot of spice on the end. A little bit. Um, I'd say it, it. The first sip was very spicy. I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah, but it's much. It mellowed out on the second one. Yes. I feel it's, like I mean, like with a lot of whiskeys, if you get like intense flavors up front on the first taste, they kind of mellow out the more yeah. you drink it. I don't so even, with this one, like the peatiness, the earthiness, and the spiciness kind of mellow out. I do get a little bit more sweetness. I don't get any fruit. I feel like my mouth is going to be this flavor forever. That's how intense this is. Like it, I can still yeah. feel it on my yeah. tongue. And, and it's, not, it's, it's oily, oily. Like it just coats your tongue too. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit oily, but it's not oily like the first one that we had. Like this, that was really oily. But this is yes. just, I think this is just like not so much oily, but the flavor is just so, so intense. that it just So stays. much flavor. So when we're talking about long finish. This is this such one. a this is cool awesome. whiskey. Yeah. All right. Ardbeg is so cool. Yeah. We're going to go into the tasting notes now. So it's from the from the website Explosion of Peat, which I think we can all agree I think, with. I think we yeah, got nailed right that on. one. Tangy lemon and lime, black sure. pepper, sizzling cinnamon spiced toffee. Fuck off. Swear. 
Hang on. Uh, kiss, hey, yeah, oh. no, I think everyone like, understands my complaint. Get, I don't have to make we're it. We're just getting for the ride. We're not going to start over again, but still. <laughs> Brine infused with buttermilk. No, no, no. Okay, <sighs> no. Now I'm. Stop. That doesn't I'm even. So mad. I'm sorry. I'm salty so water that you dump. Like you take your the leftovers from your pickle jar and you dump <laughs> some buttermilk in there. That's what this whiskey tastes like. End rant. You, here's a favorite <laughs> for Jim. Oh God. Ripe bananas. No, uh, that's not in there. It's and currants, along with creamy cappuccino. Wait, what was the last thing you okay, said? Okay, currants. No. What? Are, what is that? I don't know, but I, black currants like is the, like a liqueur, oh, right? Um, it's the Cur- Bible, but for Muslims. Oh, okay. Nope. Yep. See, I wouldn't know that. Um, <laughs> Wars have been started over black currants. Hang on, let me. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, Keep me, going, Joey. It says creamy cappuccino, <laughs> toasted <laughs> marshmallow, dry espresso, licorice root, and tarry smoke. No, tarry. I disagree. No, I I'd maybe say that's tarry the toasted marshmallow works. I was saying earlier. It's I don't basic, think so. The only thing I agree. This is basically a toasted marshmallow. Is what this is. Yeah. It's like uh, the the third marshmallow you eat after you make two s'mores, but you're not willing to make another s'more. Yeah, and you're just kind of like, you're, fuck you're, it, you catch it on not, fire. You're gonna do something in front you of the get, fire. Do you guys have any quick comments about the finish? Because the finish is ridiculous as well. The finish is forever. Yeah. All right. It's good. So the it's finish all good. That's is all I have to say. I'm mad. Long and smoky with tarry espresso, aniseed, a n i s e e d. Is that like anise? Is that like the seed that makes anise? I don't know what anise is. Like star anise? Like. Oh, I have no nice? idea. Is that am I pronouncing it wrong? I have no idea Maybe. because anise is um you know licorice. Oh. So if it says aniseed, I don't know if that's a different... Is that related? How is it spelled again? A-N-I-S-E-E-D. Keep going. I'll come back with an answer here in a second. I don't know. Toasted almonds, soft barley, and fresh pear. Did you get the pear on it at I, all, Jim? No. No, I didn't either. Not on the finish. Nope. I would say that um, I got some pear in there. Ah, I was right. So uh, the seed of the anise used in cooking and herbal medicine... So yeah, it's uh, anise. Anise is made with aniseed. Hmm. And you pronounced it correctly. Awesome. God, we're so good at this. All right. We're <laughs> going to take a quick break so we can get some water so that we can cleanse our palates for the future whiskeys. All right. So we are back with our palate cleansers. It was a little confusing because we accidentally got candy instead of water. Yep. But we got accident. the water, so you we're good. Say, <laughs> you say we, but it was just us, not yeah. you. That's fair. You were on but task. it was your candy. Yeah, It was my candy. From Halloween. But we were drunk off of your whiskey. Of course it was so... from Halloween. What else would <laughs> no. I buy it I don't know. It's January, it? and that's funny to me. <laughs> it's fine. All right. So our next region is going to be the islands. Ooh. I just got excited. Huh? No, that was good. That was Premature, good. but we're not mad about it. Yeah. Uh, the. <laughs> <laughs> We've Wait, all been there. Read oh. your script. <laughs> So again, we talked we talked about this before. The islands are part of the high highlands, islands and islands. <laughs> we're separating it out just because the flavor profiles can be so distinct on their own. So as Jim pours the glasses, I'll do a little bit of info. The islands are part of the highlands region, but are often considered a region of their own. Officially, though, they are part of the highlands. Like I said, we're gonna separate them out for this podcast. They are. Oh God, I thought you fell over. Not yet. They are not recognized as their own region by the Scotch Whiskey Association. You'll get there. Hopefully. <laughs> I don't know if they're trying. I don't think it's no. important to them. 
Uh, but they're diverse in flavors because of their highland origin. But peat and saltiness are found in all of them, which doesn't always... The saltiness doesn't come into the highlands as much. Why is over, that? Because they're not on the ocean. Because they're not directly on the ocean. Dummy. Oh, nice. That's yeah. an interesting factoid. That's what islands mean. There are over 800 islands in Scotland. Whoa, really? Wait. Yeah. What? Over Eight? 800 islands in Scotland. That... Not all of them are inhabited. Yeah, like some of them have to be just like a rock on the yes, beach. Yeah. But they're classified as islands. <laughs> Who's in charge of this? I don't yeah. know. That, so, that is it Mr. Jura? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Out of the 800 islands, less than there's less than 10 distilleries on these islands. And there's a book that takes place on the island of Jura, which is the whiskey that we're drinking. That's such a good Stephen, what's it called? Oh, Burning Down George Orwell's House. Yes. You guys have read it more recently than I have, yes. actually, because yeah. I loaned it to you guys. Yep. It is a great book. I would highly recommend it. It's so good. It'll make you fall in love with scotch. Right. Even if you've never had any, the way the author describes it, the author and the author slash character in the book. Yep. <laughs> it just sounds amazing. It's yeah. just the liquid of the gods that he drinks. Very good his read. first experience there. It's, it's so good. Burning down, enough. burning down George Orwell's house, I would highly recommend it. So our distillery, obviously, is Jura, established in 1810. I don't have it up there. I have it on uh, ebook. I feel like we should shout out yeah. to the author, and I just don't know I, who yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't know the author. Wait, I have all of uh, mankind's information in my pocket, and I'll tell you in just a second. Okay, I'll give you distillery info while you look it up. Established in 1810. They were reborn in 1963. They have an entire page on how to get to Jura. Because it is a difficult island to get to on their distillery website. Which That's we amazing. Know by reading the book. It was book. awesome. Yes. yes there's an entire down. probably chapter or two on how difficult it is exactly. to get to the Isle of Jura. Yeah. And if you're looking to visit, they only have one hotel on the entire island, which they also discuss in the book. Oh is it God, George Orwell's house? <laughs> Guys, no. we don't need to go and tour Scotland. We need to go to Jura. We need We've to go only there. to Jura. And uh, we'll probably read Burning Down George Orwell's House on the Way There, a novel by Andrew Irvin. An awesome. Author. Oh, that guy. Thank you. Yes. And uh, once we get there, I have the feeling that if we like pretend accidentally flash that book in front of locals, they will have opinions. I don't. Yeah. Yes. That's a good way to put it. They will have opinions. I don't know, I don't know what know those they're... opinions are going to be. <laughs> probably mostly <laughs> negative. Uh, maybe. Or they'll know. be like, oh my god, they captured, he captured life in our little town, and I love it. It's I such a know. sweet little the, book. Most of the locals in that book are kind of assholes. I would yeah, agree. But there's, but there, but there's the, a real the, love there. Yeah. The, the distillery website was very inviting to tourists. Mm. So, well, the distillery. there's uh, a back and forth in the novel about that, too. Like yeah, they, love, they love the tourism industry, yep. but also they hate it. But yeah. the locals hate it. The companies love it because it makes mm, them money, okay, but the yeah. locals hate it, and okay. that's primarily who the book focuses on. I can see that. So getting into the whiskey, it's the Jura 10-year, age 10 years, 80 proof, 40% ABV, aged in bourbon barrels and finished in Oloroso sherry casks. Oh, more Oloroso tonight. Yes. Gentlemen, let's jump into the nose. Oh, I know I'm going to like this already. Damn it. That's so good. Yeah. But it's. I, I get, love that it lives up I'm to the mad hype. That it's, I'm mad at how much I like it. Why? Like, so again, know. I love it. It's, I, that's what I mean. Like I'm so good. <clears throat> no, I love that I love it because the 
book made me want to love it. Yeah. And then I got some because you can't find this at every whiskey bar. Like every bar is not going to have a bottle of Jura. You need to go to a whiskey bar with a vast selection, whatever your local one is that you need to find on your own because you can't just Google it. TripAdvisor is not going to help you out. You need to find one with a vast selection and they might have one bottle of Jura there. Yeah, so I uh, don't I don't remember what I wrote down for all the notes on this, but right from the get go, why don't you read them? Because Jim, I'm trying okay. to give my own notes. Quit reading my own notes. <laughs> I, I get I get like a smoky vanilla. Yeah, sweet smoke, like we talked about with the last one. Okay, yep. I, oh, that's yeah. a good point. I think sweet smoke. I think I just yeah. uh, honed in on that one. Then sweet Thank smoke, that, I feel Jim. like is a no, different kind of thing. <clears throat> you know what? No, I'm gonna say creme brulee when I mean sweet smoke from now on, like a burnt creme brulee. All right, well, then I'm going to say, you know, a kind, well, I'm friendly say, fuck you to you. Then I'm just going to say burnt sugar because we're just making up words. <laughs> burnt sugar. Yeah. That's what I'm getting out of this scotch right here. Anything else on the nose before I look at what I wrote down? It's so sweet. It's peaty. I think you're exactly right. Um, on the burnt and it doesn't it doesn't give you any nose burn. I mean, no, we're, no, we're no. a few whiskeys yeah. in, so what's, I mean, we're going to be desensitized at this point. But what's the ABV on this one? Inviting. 40%. Okay. Yeah. So it's not heavy. It, nope. I mean, it's standard 40%, but it's yeah. not. Honestly, this smells so good. I would like to have a candle, an air freshener in my home oh like my God. this. It's I so agree. Good. All right. So listen to the nosing notes on this one. Fruit, cracked pepper, and dark chocolate. Oh, dark chocolate. It doesn't mention mm. like smoke at all or anything? Nope. Weird. It doesn't have to. But again, to. I guess you remember, it says scotch, scotch yeah. on the bottom. They only say it's unpeated if there's no smoke in it. I know, it. but still, when you're listing notes of what things smell and taste like, and you don't, it's weird that you don't put smoke, even if it's like expected. I agree. Like it's still part yeah. of it. Fair enough. Not that I'm mad. It smells amazing. But still. Slancha. Slancha. That was a good one. Nice job. Nice job. God, we're still smelling it as we go into it. It's so good. Like, it's so perfect. It's the perfect scotch. Wow. I did not expect it to be that smooth. Yeah. So smooth. Holy cow. I took my time yeah. before. Like, I let it wash over my tongue for a while. Mm-hmm. I started talking immediately because I tasted it, and I was like, God damn it. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. I did not expect it to be that smooth. Jim, do you it, get any taste off of it? I what mean, do you the, taste? Like, the smokiness is there, and it's warm but the sweetness kind of mellows it out. And it's just this long, lingering, smooth, sweet drink that just just stays with you. It's exactly how... It tastes like how the book describes it, which that is, I know... That is very true. I would agree with that. I know, like, if you haven't read the book and you're listening to this now, that doesn't mean anything. But when you read that book, like, I can't describe it better than that book does. Better so than the uh, distillery. George, George Orwell's house does. Yeah. The distillery describes it as nectarines, ginger, and freshly ground coffee. Hmm. Which, I mean, for it being as delicious as it, as it is, I don't get any of that. I mean, I can see nectarines because I get like a little, like like a fruity kind of, I guess, citrusy sweetness. Ginger, okay. I guess there's like spice there and ginger is spicy. And you can just say it's ginger if you want to. I could see that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and what was gi- the last one? Um, crap. Where am I at? 
Freshly ground coffee. Sorry. I don't get coffee. I don't either. I'm going to get a richness, but I don't get coffee. I agree with that. Yeah, because the coffee's usually got that bitterness to it, and I don't get any of that at all. The only bitter I get is from, like, the smoke and, like, earthiness, which I guess you get, like... Again, coffee's bitter earthiness. (laughs) Yeah, like, coffee falls under that umbrella, but I don't actually taste coffee. I taste bitter and earth, not coffee. Uh, Steven, you looking something up, or are you okay with me to move on to the finish? No, I think we're ready for the finish. It's it's hard to just... Like, we're... We're kind of punting to a novel that we uh, aren't quoting at the moment, but it's because it's hard to finish. It's just, it's it's not even, it's not warm, it's not cold, it's just smooth. Yeah. And it doesn't, like, attack your taste buds at all. It's a, a sharp contrast to the Ardbeg. You know, it's really interesting that you worded it that way, because they don't talk about the finish at all. There was, like... They've got no notes on the finish. It's really? just yeah. They just talk about the nose and the it palate. Doesn't have a long finish. There's, yeah. yeah. You just gotta keep it's, drinking it's if a, you want it's more. It's a good finish, but there's just not a lot to it. Yeah. It's just like smoky and like you know warm. Sometimes it's when like it a comes good wrap finish, up to the whiskey. It's comforting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when it comes to finish, like sometimes length isn't the most important thing. It's the girth, right? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you were talking. So let's f- let's finish this. Uh, sure will. Islands Jura. I don't want to finish it. It's so good. Oh, Ooh. we have more. Never mind. Mm. Mm. Ah, that's happy in a bottle. That's delightful. That's absolutely delightful. Favorite one so far. I'm not afraid to say it. Oh, good for you, yeah. man. It's good so for you. Good. <clears throat> All right, gentlemen. And it's brand loyalty, just because I read a book that has nothing to do with your... No really. Fear 2020. Jim's killing it. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> All right, our last... Doesn't care. Yeah. Our last region and our last whiskey, we are going to the region of Campbelltown. I just found out about this region. I did, too, doing like, the research like on this episode. episode. Yep. Is when he found like, out about this. Within the last two hours was the first time I heard about Campbelltown, mm-hmm. to the point where... It didn't even stick. Yeah. If you remember back to the, the first, first episode, episode yeah. of the yeah. season. Way back then. Camp Belltown. So there's only three distilleries in Campbelltown, in the Campbelltown region. That's probably why it's not getting a whole lot of credit. Right. And there is only one whiskey sold in the state of Ohio from the Campbelltown region. And Jim is holding it right there. And yeah, I was going to really guess that it. that was the one that you got. <laughs> nope. It's just another bottle of Jura. <laughs> um oh darn so <laughs> uh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> this region once had 34 distilleries in it oh no god yeah. that's so sad i know don't tell me about closed distilleries um, i can't a, handle that it's a small region though that's kind of that's a lot that so it's uh shoot it's larger than space side because space side i believe was the smallest it's larger than space side but yeah it had 34 distilleries in it yeah but because uh how many did highlands have like Almost Highlands was about 37. So the biggest region has... But that's what Highlands is at right now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Like the current... Versus the old yeah. geographical region that's has what, almost as many as the Campbelltown distillery had at one point, which is a very yeah. small region. So some of the main characteristics yeah, are wet wool, salt, smoke, vanilla, and toffee. 
So it sounds like it's going to be a heavy and earthy whiskey. It's, it sounds terrible is what it sounds yeah, like. It you just sounds... described a flavor that I would not like to have in so my mouth. Yeah. It's known for its <laughs> dryness and the pungent taste. Why would... But, do they not care? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> We're about to find out. You said wool? So like wet, no, wet, wet wool. Wet wool. Okay, so yeah, take some wet wool. Cut yes. yourself out a, a swatch of wet wool, and then dump some. What'd you say? Caramel and vanilla on there, and then salt, like smoke, and vanilla. Salt. So, okay, some salty smoke, <laughs> some which salty all already wool. sounds fucking horrible. <laughs> salty smoke. <laughs> dump it on some wet wool, and let me tell you, it's pungent. Enjoy, ladies and gentlemen. Right. I don't also, know why we don't have more distilleries also, here. Also, there's some caramel in the room when we distilled this, apparently. So you're going to have some fun because you've got some low expectations right now, right? <laughs> expectations yeah. are so low. All right. So, there's Jim. Only, there's about to only be wait, two distilleries. Let's pop that bottle. After this. There it is. Oh. All right. So some distillery info while Jim pours. Established in 1832. In 1923, it saw a massive decline because they lost their cheap fuel from the local areas, the Great Depression, and the American Prohibition. Then Scotia was one of three distilleries to survive this drop from the initial 20 to 30. After changing hands a number of times, Glen Scotia rebounded in 2014 to once again become a booming distillery. In addition to whiskey, they also raise bees. Wait, what? They raise bees and like have their own honey. <laughs> oh, okay, like okay. Yeah. Yeah. They they I don't know why, but they you farm saying bees. that they don't, they don't lift them into the air. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, they farm bees. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Jim. I don't know why you thought I'm sorry it was you anything got confused, else. Jim. They raise them like as, hearing as that phrase, farm me. animals. Gosh. So this is the Glen Scotia fifteen, I aged fifteen years. Ninety-two proof. <laughs> 46% ABV, and it is currently the only Campbelltown scotch sold in the state of Ohio, as I said before. Let's jump into the nose. Remember, wet wool is where your expectations are at. Yeah, No, I can't forget, because yeah. it, it hurts a little, the thought of it. So, I have a question for you, though. It's the only one sold in the state of Ohio. Was it easy to find? What what was your search like? Uh, you know, the giant eagle um, on third? Yeah. That's where I found it. Did you find it before you were in search of the place that you just found out produced whiskey as the sixth region? So it was literally like Fifth a week region. ago. Thank you. That I found out Campbelltown was a region. Uh huh. So I went and found out which distilleries made Campbelltown, and I searched each of those on the Ohio Department of Liquor website. OHLQ. And o- uh, Glen Scotia 15 was the only one that popped up. Huh. And it was in limited supply. At the Giant Eagle. Oh, I mean, it's probably been in limited supply for a while since it got yeah. to yeah. Ohio. That's like, fair. they started with three. Someone bought one. They got another one in stock. It's been in limited supply. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, yeah. We went because I've never heard Scottish, of it, and I'm so excited pick. to try it. Yeah, we went to a Scottish barrel pick in Ohio last week, and it was nothing. It was so easy to get. It was. It's yeah, still on the shelf. Oh, we could go into a whole nother. Actually, you know what? I might do a whole nother episode on how big bourbon is in the united states right now to the point where you just can't find stuff on the shelf anymore. Yeah, it's getting worse it's, it's getting worse anyway let's jump into the nose gentlemen jump into the nose i don't smell wet wool so i don't my expectations are already being met but <laughs> i uh i don't get like a smoke or peatiness on it either 
I get smoke. I get a little you? smoke. You know, in Not their pee. defense, I don't know what wet wool smells like. I remember I've met sheep before, You've met and them? they smelled bad. Like you exchange pleasantries? Well, I didn't exchange. I How gave drunk were you yeah. when you um, met When the I was sheep. in high school and met the sheep on a field trip, shwasty. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it was 10 a.m. So, obviously. I get a little honey on that as well. Yeah, I'm getting honey. I'm, I'll, I'll say I'm getting honey, too. Okay. Honey. I haven't looked Pete. up the notes yet, so. Yeah. I mean, I do get sweet. It is very sweet. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot sweeter than I was expecting. I was expecting you know a lot of like earth I... and like weird smells coming from this and like smoke, okay. but this is sweeter than I thought. Yeah, they're awfully bold in their claims. I'm getting mm. some ethanol, I think, for the first time. Oh, yeah? These other ones didn't really hit me with any ethanol. I'm getting a little bit here. Is this the only higher proof one we've had? I mean, I know it's only 46%, but... No, we had no, another one. I thought, think the Ardbeg was 46% was high, yeah. as well. Okay. But the Ardbeg's all peat. You're not going to yeah, catch yeah. the Yeah, it might be hard to be, be catching ethanol, ethanol right. on the Ardbeg when it's Man, that, that that's smoky. a whiskey where the peat overpowers the yeah, ethanol. alcohol. Wow. <laughs> Which is yeah. impressive. You can hang your hat on that one. Yeah. yeah. So any other uh, nosing notes before I read them off? Man, I just don't have much for this. Yeah. It's, it's you know what? Um, sweet and smoky. I can see why they said pungent, though. It's <laughs> yeah. strong. It's yes. hard to smell. Yeah. Because, like... You get a lot of. To me, it's ethanol, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's it comes on real strong. I don't want to. I don't. I don't think pungent at all. Okay. I think pungent is fucking rude. Yeah. Well, whenever <laughs> I hear pungent, I think bad. Fair. But I don't. This I don't isn't think it's bad. Pungent. It's just strong. It is strong though. Yep. So distillery notes say broad and medium weight with citrus peels, ginger snap biscuits, sweet and great depth. Apricot cookies, Jim. Don't laugh. (laughs) (laughs) They're just ginger snaps, okay? No, I was laughing that this smells heavy. (laughs) So the apricot develops, then drifts towards fruit salad, and water releases baked fruit. I'm going to say no. No, yeah. (laughs) I disagree. But we haven't added water yet. We got our droppers. wait, wait. After I'm done with the taste... I'm going to add some water. I'm going to go in for another smell. I want to know. Did you get fruit salad, though? No. No. <laughs> no, I did not get fruit salad from now, for the first time yeah, on a whiskey. From now on, let's just say fruit salad when we have fruit, when we smell fruit and we can't pick out what it is. Because uh, fruit salad can just some, be... Some sort of fruit salad. Yeah. I can't oh, wait it to says get to the palate. Yes, it was a citrus fruit salad, I think. Yeah. Just it, orange in the fruit salad. Yep. It's just a mixture of fruits. And like, I don't know what it is. So I'm just going to say fruit salad. Slancha. Slancha. I'm super excited about the palette and the finish on this one. Yeah, it's probably even worse, isn't it? It is. It gets a lot I'm worse. So here. excited. Mm. It did catch me in the back of the throat before I was done. Yeah. And oh, actually, was, no, it's hanging too. on. Yeah. How did that happen? It's clinging to the back of my throat. Either we it's both. It's just o- stinging back there by the uvula, just hanging out. Either we both almost choked on this whiskey, or we're right. No, it's it's got a distinct burn going down. Yeah. And it's oh, yeah, it does. It's. A little past warm. Oh, and it's getting warmer. Is anybody like else the more getting you warmer? Talk? And it's, oh, that's weird. It's, like, it's almost dry, too. Wow. I'll go with dry. I'm not even sure about the tongue, because it once it got past the tongue, I forgot about it. I I'm, I'm going to go in for a second yep, taste here we for go. sure. Oh, Joey's, oh, Joey's, Joey's hands dance. are up. You can see him <laughs> dancing around in his chair. So my first note on here is, uh, for the palate, complicated and surprisingly dry. 
I'm pumped about that. Why are you pumped? Didn't you just copy this off what the website said? Just let him have it. Yeah, this. I copied it off of the website, Jim. but I, I don't remember what I typed oh, on there. Okay. Jim, yeah. he needs this more than you do. That's true. So <laughs> he doesn't have much going for him. Just let oh, him have man, it. Man, it gets you in the back of the throat again I'm on the sorry. second taste. Which one of the three of us has to run podcast? She came down in a bubble, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we said we wouldn't argue. Jim, <laughs> I got picked up for season two. That's true. <laughs> oh, you did? Just you did? alone? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. All right. Anything all else got on invited the... <laughs> back, okay? <laughs> we can sit there and tell me that I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go in through for a third taste and hope that I can taste something before it stings the back of my throat again. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I actually, like, I'm annoyed that they described it as dry, but I get it now. Like, yeah, I, I, I taste I... it like a dry red wine. Like, I get mm-hmm. dryness. Yeah. Which is weird because I don't know how to describe it other than dry. And if if someone asks me like, "How does a drink taste dry?" I'll be like, "I don't know. It just does." Is but it it's there. Yeah, yeah. Damn it! I was gonna say oh, that. It's the you beat me Race to, to the, the punchline. <laughs> oh man, that bothers me more than anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what kind of life am I living yes. where the only thing that bothers me is when somebody says something I was about to say and it was funny? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I definitely no. get the tannins I, I in this. Yeah. Are tannins and um, I just didn't we just talk about a whiskey that described something as tanniny or something like that? Oh, what was that? I don't know if we were recording ourselves when we had that. Conversation. I think we just had this. I don't think um, we the conversation happened. This. Yeah, I um, don't know if it's on a podcast. Episode. What whiskey oh, were no, we just was, drinking? It the, went in our, the German. The European oh door. no, it was the Woodford Reserve Rye. He said yes. it was too tanniny. No, yes, no. yes, yeah. that's what it is. That's what no, it was. There was also it was in this book. There was an episode. We talked about it on the uh, the tour of Europe. Oh yeah, talk I talked about, about the, uh, tannins on the tour of the Europe in that in wine. wine. Yeah, that yeah, wine. In that wine. Yeah. Yes, we talked about tannins for the first time there, and then we talked about the Woodford Reserve Rye. But yes, just before we recorded this episode, and it described for the first time we uh, read about a rye, and it says very woody and too tannic. So, like, the author of this this little encyclopedia I have on American whiskey yeah, uses say, what book tannic. are you reading and who are you quoting right now? Because there's no context for what you're saying. That's fine. It's uh, American Whiskey, Bourbon, and Rye, A Guide to the Nation's Favorite Spirit by Clay Risen. So, from the website, the palate of Glen Scotia, like I said, complicated and surprisingly dry. And I quoted this verbatim. The palate fleshes out as the first impact of the nose fades. Shut up. I that's, swear that's what it says. I know that's what so it says. So does every flavor after you smell something. Yeah, All right. that's how tasting works. I, You know what? I appreciate the writing style. It's very well written, yes. but it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. You're just saying words with no meaning. You mean. tasted it after you smelled it. It smells like, and it tastes like how it smelled, the, but the, later. The taste came after the smell. <laughs> So you add water to release caramelized elements with, quoted, the wood elements expected of a 15-year-old. God damn it. That's literally just making you make up your own opinion about something. It doesn't say 15-year-old whiskey. (laughs) The wood elements expected (laughs) of a 15-year-old. And it stops. Stop it. that a couple times just to make sure (laughs) you dog you pedophile (laughs) that's the joke jim thank you in case anyone didn't catch it at home all right 
Real, real quick, I'm going to give you guys the finish, okay? Oh, thank you. Like and you this is that exactly no. word for word from the website. I'm uncomfortable Listen, now. listen. The finish. Word from word from the website. Word from the website. Word from the website. Firm and slightly dry. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> they go uh, that deep into the nose and the palate, and then they just finish it off with a firm and slightly dry. It's not Go wrong. for it, Jim. And Go no, for it. Don't, no? Late. All right. Late. Can we're we have crazy. an X rating? Like, how bad can this I don't get? Know. Anyway, just suffice it to say, ladies and gentlemen, that six drinks in, our seven, quality actually. co-host, Jim, seven, seven-ish, yeah. uh, our quality co-host, Jim Palumbo, can make some very dirty, raunchy <laughs> jokes. Yeah. I'm just... You throw some 15-year-olds and a quick finish in there, a hard finish, and Jim can make some nasty jokes. This conversation took a weird turn that I was <laughs> not expecting. Hey, I think we're at the close of the episode. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah no. I think that's a good stop. Speaking point. of finish. So that's a wrap for a tour of Scotland, part one and two. We touched the six regions of Highlands, Lowlands, Speyside, Isla, Islands, and Campbelltown. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me. That was really fun. Six that was so much fun. It got funner the drunker we got. It which did. Is weird. Yeah. Wow, so weird. I wonder yeah. if anyone else has discovered this. <laughs> Real quick, I want to give an acknowledgement to the sources for this episode. Flaviar.com, Scotch Whiskey Association, Wineware, VisitScotland.com, and the distillery websites of Ardvig, Jura, and Glen Scotia. In two weeks, we're going to be back with what should be an interesting episode. We managed to get our hands on one of the most coveted Bottles of bourbon out there. Way to set your expectations. We real don't low. have it yet. We might also come back with a very interesting yeah. story about how our plan did not work out. Either way, or we're going to talk about. We might be in jail. We're going to talk about it. Uh, it's um, not. If we might you're have not a special... going to jail. That is my promise. Yes. That, oh yeah. Because we. Uh, hey, maybe Stephen will get to put his lawyer into the yeah. test. Literally, you're not <laughs> going to jail. God. Good. But we might also have a special guest with us if I can figure out how to do some fancy podcasting. Ooh. Yeah. I know, right? Special. Is it Danny? Shh, don't give it away, Jim. Can it please be Danny? Once again, thank you guys for listening. You can follow on Instagram. I don't want anyone else besides Danny. Why are you interrupting me? Because I like Danny. Oh, my gosh. Fair enough. You can follow me on Instagram at Erringman's Pub or shoot me an email at erringmanspub at gmail.com. Jim and Steven, thank you, gentlemen, for being here and drinking this whiskey with me. Thank you for letting us drink this whiskey with you. I was giving you an option to... Yeah, yeah no, we can jump in right there. That's fine. Yeah, Thanks for, for having us. And how is the best whiskey? Well, I already have a line for that. <laughs> <laughs> best whiskey is shared with friends. I'll oh, look at that. All right. Good night, everyone. This is On the Nose with Joey Erringman. Son, there's no wrong way to consume alcohol.